the second of the Flamecast podcasts. Um, I'm Darren Goff, Director of Community for Pepper, and I'm joined as ever with my, my trusted companion, Jason Mingo, um, who's now Head of Community Operations at Pepper. Morning, Jason. Hello, good morning. How are you doing? Yes, very good, thank you. Nice to be um, over here in Berlin, meeting colleagues. Yes, Jason and I have come over to Berlin for a couple of days to to meet some of the team, um, work on a few projects, and we're actually in Pepper's Berlin podcast studio, which is quite exciting for us, um, which hopefully <laughs> improves the quality of the, uh, if not the conversation, at least the audio, Jace. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to just spend not too too long this morning just giving everyone a bit of an update, some of the things we've been working on with the community for the last few months um, since we last did one of these. Um, it's obviously been a pretty busy start to the year, uh, and also still recognising that for many people, the, you know, the cost of living crisis is still very real and present. Um, we're still, you know, seeing that through our communities and hopefully the amazing deals all our members and our editorial team are posting, uh, you know, managing to save people money where, it, where they can. Um, and also, you know, just that sense of community. You know, there are other people that you, you can interact with and are going through the same things as you and those things that we, you know, we know our communities are so powerful and great at supporting as well. Um, but maybe today we'll just kick off with uh, an update on the publication rules. Um, so for those of you that um, who don't know, we spent a long time last year looking at our publication rules uh, across all of our communities um, with the general idea that we wanted to make it easier for people to submit deals. And we wanted to obviously, you know, where we can improve the amount, but also the quality uh, and also to remove any chances of deals being um, either taken down or not being able to publish them as well. Um, generally speaking, it's um, it's been very positive so far. Um, and I'll hand over to Jason in a second just to sort of bring everyone up to date on what we've found. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's been a really important process, I think. And since we launched them in October last year, Jason? Yeah. Um, we, we've been sort of monitoring for a good few months now um, what, we've, what we've sort of been learning about how they've been implemented across all of our different communities um, and, of course, our different languages. Um, and we've just literally done a session this week with the teams just to really hear about what's how they've been used. Can we improve them? You know, part of this is going to be to review them um, once a quarter at least, and just to make sure that you know perhaps as the world changes, as people you know are either getting additional value out of them, we do more of that stuff. And of course, where they're not working, you know, more than happy to put our hands up and you know. So we need to adjust it and to learn more about that. But maybe, Jason, if I hand over to you for um, just for a few minutes, and you can bring everyone up to date with where we are on that. Yeah, great. Thanks, Darren. Um, if you're following us on um, Acast, you'll be able to find the first episode um, of Flamecast, which went into some detail um, on the publication rules um, and, and what we wanted to achieve. So um, we'll also link to it in the discussion, um, but you can find the, um, the first episode covering the publication rules. When we committed, um, sorry, when we put the publication rules together, we committed that we will have a, um, a review every um, three months, and, and the review takes a look at... Um, all of the rules as a whole. For the first cycle, we um, spoke to all of the teams across the countries which implemented it. So in, in the UK, we spoke to um, Sigma, your um, community manager, and, and Sigma also spoke to the team to understand what were the challenges um, they faced when they were having to deal with the content that, um, that our community um, was submitting. What we also looked at is we looked at the, the discussion that, um, that Sigma launched to introduce the publication rules to you. And there are some um, points in there which we did cover um, in this first review cycle, 
when we come to update um, the rules, we will announce in the discussion uh, what it is we are making some small changes on um, and our reasoning behind them. So there are various, um, there are a couple of of the publication rules that we need to spend a little bit more time on coming up with a way to manage the content. One of the the biggest themes across all of the, the countries that we reviewed um, in this first cycle um, was the subscription content. As you know, on, on Hot UK Deals and on other Pepper websites around the world, they allow content from um, PlayStation Plus and um, Games with Gold. And, and people say to us, it's your you're not consistent in that approach because we don't we're not allowing currently um new releases coming to netflix um new releases coming to streaming services and what we're trying to do is we're trying to come up with a way to consider every argument because people tell us that they don't want to see it because they they you know they they get the newsletter um they know what's coming they track release dates but then we have people telling us that they, they don't always see these um announcements so we need to come up with a way to allow it on deals and our other platforms in a way which isn't intrusive to to the rest of the content and the deals but there also has to be some quality factor in there and we're still thinking about this aren't we darren we're, we we've had a lot of discussions over months even before we were deciding that we had to do an update on the publication rules because we're not quite sure what that quality factor should be yeah exactly it's, it's one of those um that I think sort of falls perfectly in the gap sometimes between the ideal world uh, and the reality of, you know, trying to find rules that cover all bases. Um, but it's, you know, this is the point of doing the review process really is for us to to find these examples of where we need to think a little bit more creatively, perhaps about ways that we can, you know, for those that, that find this really valuable, can still find it and still find it valuable, you know, but for a lot of people, you know, it's, it maybe doesn't fit the the classic mold of a deal, Um so it's perhaps something you know isn't isn't an interesting to some. Um, so yeah, it's just a great example really of things we need to continue to creatively think about and problem solve um, to make sure that we um, you know we can we can sort of give give the, r- the right things to the right people at the right time is probably the best way to say it. Yeah, exactly that. So for this first cycle, um, even though we we did listen to the feedback that was in the discussion um, and the team's feedback to us, um, like the community management team the things that the community are telling them the, the things that they like and dislike so we, we did take that into account but i would imagine when when we come to do the the second um review process from it would probably fall april may time then we'll, we'll come up with a way of you know getting more feedback direct from the community um you know through surveys or or, or maybe arrange meetings so that you can speak to us in person um and and we can have conversations about the, t- the types of things that you might want to, to see. So I, d- I don't imagine there'll be any big updates to the publication rules as they currently are. It will be more tweaks based on things that we might want to try um, and, and, and see how they're um, seen by the community. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'll, you know, the next, we'll, we'll do this type of podcast periodically and just bring people up to date with you know, some of the things that we're working on. And I think publication rules you know, certainly for the next few podcasts will be something we probably continually, you know, touch and touch on and bring up and just keep everyone updated with the the process and, and where we are with things. Um, but, you know, as ever, um, you know, please do continue to communicate, you know, on the community where things are working, where they're not, you know, ultimately we do the best that we think we 
we can do with the community rules, uh, sorry, the publication rules. But it's really important also that we just continue to hear from everybody because, you know, our teams plus all of our users are the people that are on the communities daily. Um, so if, it, you know, if we're not, if we haven't got things right or we need to improve things, then, you know, you're the best people really to, to, to tell us what needs to happen. But it's about, you know, we need to look at that holistically in terms of how it affects everybody um, and just sort of come up with solutions that make sure that they, they serve serve everyone's needs as best as we can. Um, so, so one thing that, you know, the next thing probably for us um, that we need to look at, which is a, probably our biggest challenge, I think, for the next few months, is sort of moving on to the code of conduct. Um, so the publication rules, you know, did raise a, f- a lot of issues around code of conduct. Um, you know, we can call it positivity versus toxicity. You know, moderation is obviously a big part of that as well. Um, and we've uh, one of our next podcasts will um, will hopefully be one of our senior uh, community team where we'll we'll sort of call out moderation as a <laughs> as a topic, which could be a fun fun podcast. Um, you know, very um, divisive moderation. It always is. You know, when you're you're dealing with such large communities of you know broad demographic of people as well. But you know, we always recognise the the need to improve and to be consistent with moderation where we can. Um, and, and much like the publication rules, you know, we also recognise that a lot of our code of conducts, you know, where they exist, uh, you know, haven't really been reviewed for a while. And, you know, the world's changed massively in that time. The way people interact with not just our communities, but every community continues to evolve. Um, and of course, you know, the way that we work with our teams to to make sure that you know their voice is heard and you know they can you know they can moderate in a way that you know keeps our community safe, which is always our you know our prime goal, really. But you know where we where we need to just look at that consistently is what are our expectations around you know how we treat each other, and I'm talking you know from a team point of view, but also teams to members, but also members to members, and that fine line is obviously difficult to tread sometimes when you get topics that stray into things like politics and religion and you know the, the type of things that you know perhaps sometimes it's just a deal posted on a book around a, a topic that's sort of either directly or indirectly connected with one of those areas. Um, you know, it, it's very easy for us to, you know, to take a what we might call a belt and braces approach, which is to, you know, keep the community as safe as possible. So anytime comments start to stray into, you know, perhaps non-deals or more um, opinionated areas, it becomes more difficult to mod- moderate that because people's tolerance, I guess, of what they find acceptable, you know, is hugely different, you know, for what for one person, what is left wing to another person could be right wing and everything in between. So it's very important for us to try and monitor those levels. But having said all that, you know, we, we do recognise we are a community. You know, we're, we're a community based around conversation. Um, and, you know, for us, engagement, but quality engagement is always a consideration. Um, so it's really trying to find that balance between, yeah, letting people talk and having open conversations. And then, you know, the challenge of just making sure that um, where where possible, we keep things constructive, and you know it doesn't have to be positive necessarily, but we have to treat each other as grown ups. And you know there are times, unfortunately, where people t- tend to get quite um, granular, and so threads descend into you know slanging matches might be an extreme way of saying it, but you know it detracts so far away from the initial purpose of the thread that you know for our moderation team, sometimes we just have to cull comments, and we don't like doing that. Um, but it's you know sometimes it can be a necessary factor. So I think moderation as a topic is something we will cover in depth on a on a future podcast. Um, but yeah, the code of conduct for us, just looking again from a high level in terms of what what exists where, and you know can we be better at not just updating it but communicating it to members 
you know, can we be better at, um, you know, maybe bringing in nudges or reminders about, you know, just the way that, you know, we are, we interact with each other is, is vitally important for us. And I think, Jace, it's fair to say that's a, a key priority for us this year. Absolutely. Um, the, the code of conduct isn't something that gets looked at um, too often, to be perfectly honest. So one of the one of the things that we were keen to do with the publication rules was to do, go for a, a very detailed review process, find out what it is that, that that users liked, disliked, and then look to bring in changes. But don't just bring it in, then forget about it. Bring it in, and then and, and go through review cycles. Which is so we'll be going on this the same journey with the, the code of conduct. The last update to the code of conduct, and, and, and Darren mentioned it just a second ago, um, was the disallowing of anything which is religious or political. The the issue with that is that some content will always be religious or political by nature because of because of what it is so uh, an autobiography by a, a political figure um or a religious leader you have to expect some discussion um around those individuals and, and their policies and, and their beliefs the, the, the issue the big issue that the, the the community teams face is that i don't think that they were necessarily prepared for knowing how to manage that content when the the, the ban was put in place in, in 2018, which seems crazy because that was f- five years ago. I think it's the anniversary next week. Um, <laughs> it was the 1st of March uh, 2018. Um, I'm not sure how I remember these things, but um, so so it's... it's the, Poss- uh, possibly a mental scar. <laughs> yeah, I think it might well be. <laughs> Stop talking about it now. Um, so, so we're going to go through the whole um, process that we went through with the publication rules. Uh, and it should allow, it should allow the community teams... Um, that work incredibly hard to, to try and keep your communities uh, a friendlier, happier place. Uh, and, and one thing that has to be remembered when users tell us, or sorry, when members tell us that they're not happy that their content was removed and it's, it's, it's the community team being sensitive, more often than not, they're just res- responding or reacting to a report by one of your fellow members. So if, if a member's reporting it, it's because they're, they're not sure of the content, that they want us to take a second opinion. And because you always have two people in opposition to the same comment, inevitably one person will, will feel that they've been let down by, by the team, whereas the other person will feel that they've been supported by the team. So that's the, that's the balance. Uh, it's going to be a very difficult topic, um, but I, in a way I'm quite looking forward to it. <laughs> Yeah, and that's always the challenge really is the, you know, it, we, we do net promoter score. We have a, a quarterly report that comes out on, you know, how people are, are finding our communities. Uh, you know, things like Trustpilot <laughs> are, a, you know, a very interesting place to, to go and read. Um, and, you know, we can have a net promoter score where on the same page we've got, you know, 10 comments on my screen and half of them probably on very similar topics. Say the moderation team is, you know, is ridiculously overzealous and there's no room for discussion and i can't believe we're like this and then right next to that we've got a comment that says you know the the moderation team do nothing they allow so much debate and they don't care about the quality of the so and our teams face that on a constant basis and i think also you know when it's publicly things like trust pilot are publicly visible you know we're we're i like to think as a team you know we're very open for constructive feedback and you know we we fully admit we don't get everything right all the time but you know we're we're humans and i think that last point is the thing that gets missed sometimes is that you know when people are people are angry you know i get it you know if you had your content removed it's you know sometimes we don't do a good enough job perhaps of explaining it but sometimes i think you know we do have to remove some content because it's not 
sustainable for us to have, you know, when a, a thread descends into, you know, mudslinging or you know, it's very divisive. Um, but sometimes, you know, when, we, when our teams are publicly reading comments about calling them whatever, you know, these are these are actual human beings that are trying to, to to moderate this stuff. You know, the same as a lot of people listening to this with families and you know real lives and and that kind of stuff. And you know, believe it or not, we're all here for the good of the community. You know, no one that that works at Pepper has anything other than trying to grow the communities in the right way behind that. You know, we we're paid members of staff, you know, we're, it affects the way that we're reviewed. You know, we, we, we have due diligence processes to make sure that we're doing the right things. And, you know, everything that we do on a daily basis to work towards how can we make our communities better. And there is a balance to be struck with moderation. Um, and I think, you know, reviewing the code of conduct is, is definitely part of that. Um, but maybe, maybe again, it's something we'll get into a bit deeper on the, the moderation podcast, but I mean, maybe it just gives everyone a little bit of flavor of maybe sometimes some of the challenges that we face but also we do acknowledge and accept and completely understand some of the frustrations that members feel when content vanishes when perhaps you know explanations don't seem to satisfy or we don't do a good enough job of really you know explaining uh, i guess the other one that is quite often brought up is when you know individual reports are received and we we perhaps remove content we do understand sometimes that we need to maybe create more time for the team to read you know comments in context you know with their with fellow comments and and those sort of things um, so we're constantly looking at ways to of like prioritization of where we spend our time. Um, you know, some threads are just naturally going to sway towards a requirement for more moderation and more attention. And I think we would accept that we need to, you know, work out how we balance that a little better. You know, not every moderation a- action has the same weight based on the type of, um, you know, content that they're reviewing, but it does have the same value. Um, so that those are the sort of things we kind of look at quite a lot but yeah probably probably a good one to dive into a bit more on the the moderation podcast yeah, absolutely and we'll be bringing members along um so we'll be reaching out and, and talking to users to see if they want to be involved in, in in the whole review process to give us their honest feedback uh which they you know they might do every so often um in response to an action or an, an action taken by the team so we'll, we'll be reaching darren and i will be reaching out um over the next few weeks um, and seeing if, if anybody wants to be involved in the in the whole review process, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Yeah, if you if you're brave enough to put your hand up based <laughs> on what we just said, but yeah, it's you know it's really important we have these the better connection and listening to you know to, to members and the people that are in the communities day in day out, you know that sus- that sustain and give and contribute and the things that we are so thankful and grateful for. Um, yeah, so moving on from there, so the the next thing we want to talk talk about or touch on is our rewards program. So a lot of positivity here we'll be running some of you may know some may not we're experimenting with the types of rewards that we can give users um you know we again like i just said we absolutely respect and love the time and attention that people give to our communities and the i mean sometimes the sheer amount of money saved for people by the creativity that goes into you know researching finding constructing a deal some of our mega threads are incredible you know the things that people bring together to offer value so for about about a year now chase yeah. give or take yeah we've been trying various things on on ways of rewarding members um some some incentivized some not incentivized um but actually it's it's proven a very um positive experience we've had a lot of positive outcomes from that um both in terms of more deals posted but being very mindful that more doesn't necessarily equal better so also looking at sort of quality control levels to make sure that well a we're not getting spammed you know you if you if you could figure it out, you might be able to game the system. That's really not our our objective. 
what we want to make sure is that you know for people that are, that are constantly motivated to produce high quality um, deals, posts, you know, even engagement levels, even things that sustain our community in other ways, you know, people just being incredibly supportive and positive, and uh, people leaving reviews, you know, things around a product might be cheap, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's good. So people posting, you know, amazing little uh, synopses or videos of like their review of their, I don't know, robot lawnmower or something, you know, is is hugely valuable. And these are the things I think are top of mind for us quite a lot with our rewards program. So without going into too much detail, because we're sort of really into the planning stages of what we want to do next with it. Um, but just to, I guess, just to let everyone know really that rewards is a hugely um, high priority for us this year, um, something we want to get to quite quickly. And we are going to be thinking, I think, quite creatively about, you know, ways to reward our members for what they do. Um, and, it, you know, some of it might be through very, you know, sort of classical channels, the kind of gamification type of things. But we want to be thinking about other ways of doing that. Um, and, you know, part of that also, I think, is offline. You know, we'd like to, in time, think about ways that we can, you know, offer, you know, real life connections, you know, ways to get together, um, to celebrate, you know, the work you do. Um, plenty of plenty of ideas, I think, in the team are around that one. And I think, you know, now we can do that in a coast, well, a more or less a post-COVID world. We want to, you know, try and do those things as well. But it's a really big priority for us this year, Jace, isn't it? And um, yeah, plenty of plans, plenty, plenty of excitement. Yeah, I mean, in, in terms of the things that we've been working on over the past few years, this for me is the most exciting project because it's, it is giving back. And I think we're very lucky that what we've built over the the 19 years in august this year for hot uk deals is that we've built a community like organically we have a community that come to us for the deals and we we've always known that we have to be careful with any element of rewarding because as, as darren said earlier there is a there is a very big possibility that it could lead to poor quality content and if you have users that come to or members that come to the platform for the deals and they're seeing a very kind of sharp decline in the quality of deals that are being posted on site as a consequence of a reward program which doesn't have a quality filter then chances are that they will stop coming to the platform they the, the things that they knew about hot uk deals no longer exists because the platform has changed so it would even though we this is a big focus for us this year as darren said we've been taking this very slowly over the past year um, trying various things behind the scenes seeing how users respond uh, do they like it do they want more of it do they want less do they want us to try something different so we've been trying um maybe four or five different styles of rewards uh, in addition to the flame deer game that, that, that we've been having for um for uh, 11 years this year in the uk um so, so again it, that is an element of rewarding too because you you have to be a member um to to you can be sorry you can be a logged in member to access the game but if you want to be winning the big prizes you have to be having holding certain badges on your profile so that so that is an element of rewarding too but that is you know separate to the things that we are going to be launching and um don't want to be sounding vague about it but um this year should be should be really exciting for users that kind of come to the platform they want to be involved in the in the deal sharing the commenting the, the helping other users providing their expert opinion so the reward topic should be very exciting i mean i'm excited about it i think i've said the word excited about <laughs> 10 times in the last minute but i'm excited that's how excited you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely so so yeah um i think probably those are the main things we wanted to cover on this podcast i don't want to you know take a huge amount of people's time but it, i think it's really important that we just do we do just kind of update from time to time 
um, you know, just give give a flavour of some of the things that are you know in front and centre, I guess, in terms of our planning for the year and the things the things that we're doing as well. Um, if you do have any ideas for things you'd like to see on this podcast, I mean, we have we have plenty of ideas, um, some of which involve Jason and I. And I'm sure you don't want us talking endlessly on podcasts, but we we want to involve as many of the team as possible. Um, likewise, if any, like genuinely, if any users would you know fancy coming onto a podcast, you know, we'd be happy to do. A, a user podcast maybe on a on a topic um but yeah you know if you've got any ideas around things that you'd like us to delve into um where we can you know happy to happy to consider that and, and to see if we can put that on the list as well um but i think it's probably just also worth saying you know just a big thank you you know we we probably don't ha- do this as much as we should do but just a thank you to all our users really just for the i, I kind of opened the show by saying this but just to echo that you know we the, the work that goes into our communities, as Jason said, you know, it's close to 20 years now for hot UK deals. And, you know, there's a, a huge amount of time and effort that goes in that is just done with the pure love of helping people and finding these amazing deals. And, you know, I, I guess next year we'll go through and maybe review some of the highlights over those 20 years of like loopholes and amazing things. And like sometimes for me, just delving into the comments and just seeing how it's helped people is it's just hugely gratifying. And that only happens really with the work of our members and, you know, the time and effort that you will put into defining deals, commenting on deals, you know, getting involved in processes, you know, being ambassadors, whatever else it is that, you know, we're doing, you support us, support us in doing. So just, you know, just a really big thank you from Jason and myself and the team um, to all the users. And if you've managed to bear with us for 25 minutes uh, on this call, thank you for that as well. Um, but also just a, you know, just a reminder that, you know, with everything that we do as a team, this is a team of you know of human beings that do <laughs> do have real lives and you know are genuinely committed to making the community as you know as good as it can be and maybe you know just sometimes that you know that part of the feedback constructive feedback is always welcome you know I like to think we're pretty open as a team you know as a community um, but maybe just you know remember sometimes that with our moderation team also they are you know human beings behind the behind the scenes and you know, we want to make sure that all feedback is is taken on board in the right manner and we do things you know, as a team, as a community, all together to make our communities communities better. Um, so I think that's probably it for us on this one today, Jace. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, off to get a um, German delicacy, maybe, for, <laughs> and a coffee for lunch or something like that. Um, but I hope it's been interesting, at least, and useful to hear a bit about what we're thinking about, what we're working on, and what's important to us. Um, and yeah, hopefully uh, we, will, we won't see you, but we, you'll hear us on our next podcast um quite possibly will be the moderation one but we'll um we'll announce it a bit nearer the time um and yeah thank you for your time today great yeah thank you